Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing Lois Hollis. Lois is an educator, counselor, and filmmaker who exposes shame and guilt so we can identify, release, and avoid them. Welcome, Lois. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Well, before we get into our topic of overcoming shame and guilt, can you share a little bit about your background, which is quite interesting, with our listeners? Okay, I'll do the Reader Digest view because <laughs> I'm 78. I could talk all day. Anyway, anyway, I have been in the health field. I started as a, a nurse's aide when I was about 12 years old, and then I went on to nursing school and then on to University of, um, of Pennsylvania for their nursing program. And still today, I am in the health field. So I've always wanted to be healthy and to help people be healthy since I was a little kid. Aww. And that can take many, many forms. Absolutely. As um, some people are today in the health field. Interesting about my career is that looking back on it, as I had to do my bios, I've always been a trailblazer. And I never really knew that I was because I just did what was necessary. If you know what I mean, you don't yeah. know what you excel at because it's um, something you do automatically and you don't feel it's a job. But I found that I was able to create something that wasn't there because I saw a need. In the um, nursing field, I was in the beginning of open heart surgery in the 1960s. And that was in University of Maryland. I was an operating room nurse. Then I was able to um, be selected to join the uh, Kidney Foundation in 1965. And there at the University of um, Jefferson Hospital, I helped create one of the first chemo, hemo di hemodialysis units for oh, kidney wow. dialysis. And that was a whole profession in itself, which I helped create. I had to create guidelines for dialysis of patients that they're using today. I had to create home dialysis programs. I had to teach nurses, technicians how to do this. I don't know how I really did it. I just was able to do it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I had that ability and the love of caring for people and people that had no way out. I was happy to find a way out for them. So that's mm. My main focus is how do I find a way to help people out of the impossible? And that's brought you to shame and guilt. Is that not the most impossible? I tell you. <laughs> I had um, severe traumas, which I was not aware of until I was in my 50s. And that was due to severe childhood abuse, broken jaws, many uh brain traumas, um, wow. broken shoulders. I had a weak heart, my scoliosis. I had broken hips, et cetera. I was very abused. In fact, I um, had a broken neck. And as you know, you die from that. And I did have a near-death experience somewhere in my childhood. I don't remember the exact year, 
but somewhere around five or six years old. So I was always connected to another realm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call it heaven, God, or spirit, or whatever words you want to use. But somehow, I was always connected to that source. And I think that's what gave me. It's like the internet. We go to the internet for source. To Well, I used to just go to God. And that's how I would able to um, do different things. Huh. That's the shortcut, shortcut of it. Um, I feel um, very privileged to to know things, but when I was very ill with my all those problems, I had to take care of the horrible emotional feelings I felt from being abused. As you all know, yeah. there's shame and guilt in that, and I didn't know what to do with it. I was very very depressed. And somehow I was able to relate that to shame and guilt. And I went, oh, my goodness, this is so exciting because I don't have to go to depression therapy and anxiety therapy and not feeling good enough. I just have to get rid of shame guilt that's inside of me. And yeah. I did. Okay. I have not gotten rid of it all. You are <laughs> I don't human. Know if that comes. But <laughs> I know how to get rid of it when it comes up. And Ooh. then I started to heal and I got younger and healthier and everything. Everybody wanted to know what I was doing. And I said, I'm just talking to myself and get rid of this feeling. Well, it's really an energy, not a feeling. Anyway, so people came to me about 15 years ago to do the, what I was doing to get healthy. And um, their mothers came and then their brothers and then their cousins and their kids. And that's how this happened for me. And someone said, you should charge her what you're doing. And I said, why? I said, I'm just helping people to talk to themselves and get rid of this feeling that they have. And so that's where I am today. I, wow. The profession found me and made itself. Yeah. And. So years ago, I wasn't allowed to talk about shame guilt because, oh, we don't talk about that thing. But, well, the pandemic solved that problem. Yeah. Uh, and Brene's so, Brown, Brene Brown's uh, you know groundbreaking work, too, I think has really opened up a lot of people. That's true. Now, yeah. I go uh, different than she. I She um, brought it forward. But um, my, my teaching is that we have to get rid of it because... Yeah. It's a negative energy. And if I can go into that now is why this is different. Um, We have the love energy. Well, I'm sorry. Actually, before we get into how to overcome it, can you, can you, um, so there was a point where you had that aha moment on, you realized it was shame and guilt. How, how can our listeners realize that maybe it is, if it is, right, it is shame and guilt that's getting in their way. What's that first step in, in understanding? The first step is to know that shame, guilt, not shame and guilt. Shame is in the unconscious mind and guilt's in the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So it's the same energy. Okay. A lot of people say shame is bad and guilt is good. We need guilt to be um, moral. No, we don't. We can have, re- <laughs> we can have, if you have guilt, you go straight down the rabbit hole. 
on the vibrational scale that Hawkins, are you familiar with David Hawkins' work? Yes. He, okay, he created um, a number for each emotion we are feeling. And shame and guilt, he used shame and guilt, but I use shame and guilt, is the last energy that a human can survive with. Okay. Ooh, say more. So numerically speaking, the only thing that's worse than the shame guilt energy is death. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's something that I can point to to say that shame guilt energy has no purpose but to bring us down. Yeah. So Right off the bat, I'm going to tell people, if you feel guilty about you didn't, you know, pass the test or your spaghetti wasn't the best in the world or you're not beautiful or whatever you want to feel guilty about, I would invite you to say, I feel regret or remorse. And that opens you up to solutions. Guilt leads you nowhere. Guilt and shame leave, and that's what's wrong with today. The suicide is so high because of the shame, guilt that people are feeling and overcome with, and fear. Fear is also shame, guilt energy. So if you're in that state, say, okay, I have regret or remorse or what other word you want to use, I will give an example. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. I had a... a uh, person I was uh, working with, and they felt very guilty because their mother had passed away from alcoholism. And she, as a daughter, was not able to help her. As you know, when you're addicted to a substance, sometimes it is not um, available to bring them back to wholeness. Yeah. And you can try different things, but if the person doesn't have that um, impact or it's their time to leave, you can't change their existence. So she was in the state of deep guilt and shame and wasn't able to move on with her life. I suggested to use regret that she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And then she, that opened up her to using other avenues of help to people that were alcoholic. And she now has a business helping people release themselves from the uh, pattern of alcoholism. And she has programs. And see, oh, that wow. brought her out of the guilt. Guilt yeah. doesn't give you any, it doesn't open any door for you. Because guilt is sabotaging right? I did bad. I did bad. I'm no good. And we can just go down that hole deeper and deeper. However, you can't go down that path. You need to go, yeah, I put my foot out and somebody fell. Okay. I shouldn't have done that. I feel guilty, but <laughs> I feel, I feel regret. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah. If we do something intentionally wrong, yeah, you should feel a little regret. I shouldn't have done that. Now they're got a broken leg, but you know, um, 
you know, you have to have regret or remorse or wish you could have done it better. However, whatever works, work for you. But try yeah. that path instead of feeling the guilt. Because I'm, my job is to tell you shame, guilt, energy is a dead end street. And it can only make you feel worse. There's no healing in shame, guilt. Yeah. And I like, I like the, the, the powerful word, yeah, I mean, the power of words rather to help break through that inner critic. Those, you know, those stories that we tell ourselves that go down the rabbit hole in our heads. Right. Now, the inner critic, thanks for bringing that up, is really our friend. Ooh. We cannot say, we cannot say, shut up. <laughs> uh, go away. You're yeah. no good. I won't listen to you. It's the same thing as you can't cut your arm off because you don't like your penmanship. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You just you just can't cut your leg off because you're not a ballerina. I mean, you can't lose any part of yourself. It just has to heal. So my way is I talk to the inner critic and I my film has just come out. I'm good and I teach people how to talk with their inner critic. Like I'm talking to you. I would say, "Hi, how are you?" And they would say, shut up. You don't know me. Um, you're, you're too stupid or something. So, but I go, oh, thank you for talking to me. Now, the problem is, is the inner critic is in the wrong timeline. That it, you're in 2020, what are we, 2022. Uh -huh. And he's in, I don't know, 1980 yeah. when you were a child. He, he's still thinking you're a child. So you have to communicate and say, hello, would you like to come to my timeline? I'm really smart now. I don't do those things without thinking. I'm very smart. So you have to, it isn't like a five minute talk. I'm talking about, oh, yeah. you know, days that we can talk to. Like if I have a friend, I would talk to you. Hi, how do, how, what kind of ice cream do you like? What kind of food do you like? And what kind of movies do you like? That's how you talk to yourself. I mean, you talk to yourself anyway. I'm just showing you the different parts of yourself that you can communicate with. And when they're happy, you're happy. And you don't have to keep fighting them all the time. I say, hi, depression. How are you? Thank you so much for coming to talk to me. Because when you're feeling depressed, your depression part is really talking to you. Yeah. Wow, I never thought of that having a conversation. I know. That's why I'm <laughs> that's why I'm different. Yeah. Because since Adam and Eve we've been dealing with shame guilt. So, hello, what's out there is not working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest about this. <laughs> yeah. So, you just so, sit and have a conversation and uh just go where it takes you? Uh, is there yes, any kind of structure exactly. around it or Oh, yeah. I ha um, another film I have is Out of Discord into Harmony. And I have little children as actors, as emotions. It's something like the Inside Outside movie. Ah. But I go deeper with that. Now, they're the ones that hold the shame, guilt, energy. So it's just a matter of ta talking to yourself. Now, this is self-help. Okay, mm -hmm. people need to help themselves heal. And we talk to ourselves all the time. Yeah. The shame, guilt energy stops us from talking to ourselves. 
It talks to only to the inner critic who only went to school for shame, guilt, energy. Okay, it's like when if you're in France, you talk French, right? And if you're in America, you talk English. Mm-hmm. So if you're in France and you're not understanding what they're saying, it's because they have been taught French. That's exactly the um, analogy I can give about the inner critic. The inner critic was told to take care of you. And the only weapon or tool the culture, your mother, your father, the Pope, the church gave you was shame, guilt. So that's the only thing they learned. But you, as an adult now, have learned that, you know, you're smart. You may fall down once in a while, but you'll get up. You're very resourceful. You can do a podcast. You can do a radio show. You're very smart. But the inner critic doesn't know that. The inner critic is still living in the four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old. Say, hi, can we work together? Now, right now, Mm -hmm. my inner critic has changed his job from babysitting me. He (laughs) now goes around the world finding me podcasts like you. There we go. (laughs) So I, my inner critic is my best friend. And his name, guess what? His name is called King, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so those voices are King talking and King is now doing his work of getting me podcasts. Do I have negative feelings? Of course I do. But it isn't like I want to kill myself like I did in my 50s. Yeah. You know, I, I was suicidal. I was very depressed. It was horrible. Well, I'm glad so, you that led to that realization because it's helping others. Now, I'm just yeah, curious. Have you heard of positive intelligence? Pardon? By, have I what? By, uh, Shur, uh, positive intelligence by Shirzad Shamin. Um, I don't know that one. Oh, okay. So one thing, um, it, one thing I love. So when I first started coaching, I, uh, he was also part of the coaching program that I had done. And it's about uh, in, within us, we have a sage, someone who's wise and uh, depending on your beliefs could be soul based or whatever it is. Right. But, um, and then we have our saboteurs, which are little inner critics. I like how instead of seeing them as different, because and part of that is actually naming them, right? Oh, Lucy, you're talking to me again, right? But I like how your process is. It's essentially um, turning that quote unquote saboteur into that sage if you're using the positive intelligence. Exactly. Technology. And it's yeah. part or of terminology. You. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that is my film. My film is all these parts of us are talking. Yeah. And they don't have, it's like having a classroom without a teacher. Okay. You <laughs> yeah. have a bunch, you have, you have 20 six-year-olds <laughs> in a classroom. Yeah. Okay. And nobody's in charge. And what yeah. do you have? Bedlam. Chaos. So you yes. walk in the classroom and say, hi, I'm Lois Hollis. I'm here as an ambassador. I'm not a, a, a superior. I'm ambassador. I'm going to help make friends with you all. We're all going to make friends. We're all different, but we are going to make friends. So it's like the world trying to bring together. You got to bring your inner world together. 
Yeah. Because anxiety like doesn't like depression. Depression doesn't like um, um, other things. And it's they're all fighting because the inner critic who's in charge only knows one thing. Shame, guilt, energy. He commands by shame, guilt. And what does our culture command us by? Shame, guilt. Oh, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. They make us feel guilty all the time. Yeah. Okay. Our culture taught us. So we have to teach ourselves to go another way. And shame, guilt, energy is an energy that causes depression, anxiety, all the negative emotions, just like love energy, the positive emotions are compassion and joy, resilience, self-confidence. We have two energies. One's positive and one's negative. It's really that simple. Yeah. And and so this is about training that negative energy to be more positive. No, not training. Like. Working Guiding, with them. Working you with. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. I want to be your friend. And this is what you're going to do. And that's not friendship. This is friendship is, hi. Jane, how are you? <laughs> what do you want to do today? That's friendship. A narcissist yeah. is, because there's a lot of people say, oh, you just have to tell the inner critic, shut up, and this is what you're going to do. Well, that's <laughs> not a friend. No. That's that's an enemy, and you're being narcissistic. Yeah. That's what we don't want to be. So we we have to say, hi, George, or whatever name comes to you. And if they don't give you a name, call them no name. Because when you give them a name, or they give themselves a name, they're human now. They think they're a robot, but they're human. So this is big, big stuff. And um, some people are doing this a little bit, but the shame, guilt producer inside of you is your inner critic. So yeah, once that makes your sense. inner critic says, I'm not going to use shame and guilt anymore because you are able to take care of yourself. You don't jump off a bridge or you don't do um, scam. You know, you don't put your money in a scam or something like that. So you're very smart and I can do something else to help you out. So it's kind of like common sense. And yeah, they which is not necessarily so common. <laughs> Pardon? Which is not necessarily so common now, right? <laughs> well, you know, they've made therapy into such a big thing. I have people that have been in therapy for five, ten years. And, you know, I'm going, really? I mean, wow. I can spend usually an hour or two with somebody, and I teach them what I'm talking to you about. I'm a teacher. I help people to self-heal, how you are going to heal yourself. And this type of talking, you, you know, I'm sure you've had the feeling where, well, should I go? Well, things are a little changed now, but, you know, it's like, should I go to that party or not? I don't know. Will I meet somebody? Will it be boring? Or maybe I should sit home and, you know, um, watch television or write my book. You know, we're always making decisions. Yeah. And the decision is really with us, ourselves, right? But if you know who you're talking to, it makes it much more effective. You and your inner critic are talking because you're friends. It does. It's just, it, it's very simple. 
Yeah. Well, and I like the other simple concept of renaming uh, the guilt, essentially, or not renaming, but using different words. And I almost see a parallel. So earlier you said, you know, I feel guilty about this. Instead, change it to I feel regret or remorse. I almost see a parallel, too, with forgiveness, right? So you can forgive someone else's behavior or your behavior. It doesn't mean it's excused. You're still going to, you know, make amends or whatever you need to do. But there's that emotional component is, is kind of taken away. Yeah. Does and, that make and sense? Forgive, yes, it does. But um, forgiveness is a tricky word. Um, yeah. I tend not to use it because um, it's kind of like, I forgive you. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm higher than you. So, I mean, it's just a sticky word. Some people use yeah. it in a way that's healthy and some, I just stay away oh, yeah. from the word. meant the healthy way. <laughs> and it's more like I forgive myself. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, when you just talk to somebody, it means that you forgive them. You, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, like I would talk to you. Hi, how are you? You know, what color dress do you like to wear? You know, that's a <laughs> forgiveness in a way. You know, you're yeah. just communicating. And that's how you talk to your inner self. When you're depressed, say, hi, depression. Thank you for coming to me. Uh, because people say, oh, I got to get rid of these negative feelings. No, the negative feelings are part of you. Shame, guilt, energy is like a computer virus. What happens to your computer when it gets a computer virus? It goes wild. <laughs> depending on wild. the virus, right? <laughs> right. It goes wild yeah. and you want to kick it away and like you need a virus removal program. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shame, guilt, and energy. It comes into us. We are a computer. And I know that you understand the ley lines and the meridians and we are an energy being. We are a physical being, but we are an energy being. So shame, guilt is a negative energy that comes into our body through the words of I'm not good enough or she should have done it better or we just guilt and shame ourselves. And it turns our compassion to depression. It turns our intuition to anxiety and turns our passion to anger. So we already have these great, great feelings. It's just the shame, guilt, energy flipped them to the negative side. See, each emotion has a positive side and a negative side. And that's not new information, but it's not out there. The, each emotion has a negative side and a positive side. Shame, guilt, energy takes them from positive to negative. So if you get rid of the shame, guilt, energy, like throw it away, find it, get away from it, your emotions automatically turn back to the positive of compassion and joy and confidence. I love it. And it sounds intuition. freeing. Of course it is. Yes. But you have to know that shame guilt is an energy. We're not supposed to feel shame guilt. We are told to feel it. Think of it like a parasite or something mm -hmm. that takes that away from you. Shame guilt, the only takeaway is shame guilt is not of us. It's an outside energy. It's like a mosquito. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> it's it has bugging no us. Good... Right. It's bugging yeah. us. Oh, that's smart. It's bugging <laughs> us. Okay. Now, you just can't say, I get rid of all the shame, guilt. 
That's a process I teach. Okay. And all you have to know, step one, shame, guilt does not belong to me. They throw it at me. I throw it at myself, but I have to learn what is shame, guilt, energy. And that's my film. And that's why I went to film school at age 65, because I could see things and I would talk to people like I'm talking today in a conference and they go, Lois, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see what you see. But me having the near death as a kid, I would see things, but I didn't know that other people couldn't see them. Makes sense. So that's why I went to film school and created these films. Now, you had mentioned uh, the films earlier. Uh, Can you share a little bit about how listeners can access the films and or your products or services? Okay. There's two ways. One is my website, Lois, L-O-I-S, Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S dot com. Now, that has lots of free stuff. You can get my free Now is the Time pamphlet. These are readings and writings from spirit. And if you're in a shame, guilt hole, which I think all of us have been or are in, you can read these words and they can help you get out of the guilt feeling. Okay. Is it going to cure you? No, but it's a good, it's like a Band-Aid. I'll stop the hemorrhage. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay. Also, you can go directly to my film site. It's called imgoodfilm.com. That's just two letters. I am good, G-O-O-D, film, F-I-L-M.com. And my episode two just came out last week. That's And it's just 15 minutes and it's free. Nice. So I'll, I'll put both uh, those web addresses in our show notes. Yeah, and it's fun. It's fun. Okay. We're at that part of the episode where you provide your final piece of advice for our listeners. Okay. Shame, shame, guilt is not ours to own or to give. I love it. That's it. That's it. I love it. That's powerful. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lois. Oh, you're welcome. If you'd like to learn more about Lois, visit her website at LoisHollis.com. Christina delivers her speeches to diverse global industries on a variety of topics. You can learn more about booking her for your event at ChristinaEans.com.